going on man see uh bucks effect and i am your host chuck bucks and i'm here with the uh, dk murphy one one of my many names captain jack himself <laughs> and dk murphy your so. intro song sounds like uh one of those Saying other drug uh, church groups that comes to their school and so, you know that's the song they play while they dance and sing yeah it is it, well. I got it's like in uh, Saved by the Bell acoustic, Saved by the Bell happening. But um, anyways, we're doing. Uh, we decided to do a podcast instead of doing uh, <laughs> film festival stuff. Where we're hoping that uh, Dick Sassy would have been here, but uh, you know he's out. He said he's doing an interview. Yeah, but so. a special kind of interview. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna be gentlemen here and drink nice cocktails and talk about I don't know life. Talk about life and uh, all types of shit, but uh, yeah, no, he uh, he did text me. He said, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna you know I'm I'm out for this interview for a roofer." And then the other one was uh, sucking dick on base, like this. He said, "And I believe that." And I said, "I'm dude, give me a, I'm a good reference for both. <laughs> if you need whatever, you what know." Kind of, is is the reference for the pimp? You know, <laughs> for the dick sucking. And he gave me, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh, he sucks dick very good. Cups the balls, everything. He sucks dick very, very well. So, uh, I I just throughout the week, what I do is I sometimes just screenshot different funny shit I see online, and uh, you know just random talking points. So, I seen there's actually a a website that you can do. Um, it's called change.org. Okay, and what okay. it did, what it is, is basically you can pet- you can petition anything. So if if it's like, hey, we want. Um, more restrooms at this center, you know, at the museum. And everyone would basically, hey, let's let's do a petition. And you can just sign the petition. Or we want to, um, we want to, uh, you know, uh, we want Gavin Newsom out of office. And sign the petition, right? Yeah. So I, I looked at <laughs> all the petitions out there. They're petitioning uh, one, uh, a, a, an In-N-Out burger in Big Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Like out of all the fat fucking things you can do in life, like you know what, like fuck, man, we really need an in and out in Big Bear. Like seriously, I want animal fries, bro. I don't want to go all the way down, dude. I'm tired of going down the fucking hill, and I want my in and out, and I want it now, dude. From what I like noticed, there was an in and out burger. If you guys don't know, in and out is, it's a burger joint we have here, and it's known in Southern California. And people go absolutely apeshit for it. I mean, even I don't being down the street, and I don't fucking get it. It's decent. Guys, it's not bad, and it's better than White Castle. I've had White Castle as yeah. well. It's not bad, but it's not like, like you know, you know, choke a bitch for a burger. Yeah. I, you know. And you'll see people lined up in their cars, like literally down the street, 
for a fucking In-N-Out burger. Dude, they'll, the whole COVID thing, they were lining up fucking, there was, it's by LA Fitness, and they had cars like throughout the whole fucking parking lot, and uh, they did a pretty good job, but it was good hour wait for a fucking burger. For men and out. And that's all they have is a burger or fries. And it's a simple fucking <laughs> menu. You want a cheeseburger, you want a fucking ham- hamburger. You know, you stupid idiots. When I worked fast food, they're like, hey, uh, when I worked at Baker, I worked at Baker's Burgers back in the days. And that's another burger joint out here. Now, that's a good burger joint, in my opinion. That's a good burger joint. And uh, ba- a lot of my friends are, are Baker's people. But, uh, you know, we would do the Baker's Burgers. And uh, there's a huge menu. So you would have assholes all fucking day oh, yeah. on the fucking, you know. Whole, man, can you just make up your fucking mind? Like, do you know the menu, sir? Yeah, no, bakers, yeah, you had you had both, you know, burgers, you had Mexican food, you had breakfast food, in and out, all they have is fucking the same burger, or you can get it with, like, a double. Yeah, you want a burger, you want two burgers, or you want, you know, cheese on it, what do you want? So, that's it, a burger or a burger. So, yeah. it's pretty easy, and they have done really well. Like I said, it's it's a good burger, it's not mm-hmm. a bad burger, and it's, it's, it's decently priced, so. Yeah. With that being said, they opened up uh, an In-N-Out burger but in, in Colorado, okay? <laughs> okay. 11-hour wait. What? A fucking 11 I shit you not, look it up, 11-hour wait for uh, a burger in, um, in uh, fucking uh, Colorado. Uh, fuck you. Dude, like, fuck you. Like, here, let me see if I can find the, uh, the uh, clip for it. In and out, um, Colorado. Okay. Oh, there's as soon as I type it in, it says fight. Oh, f- <laughs> fourteen hour line. Oh my god. Fourteen hour. Let's hear it. Let's hear the. Let's hear the news for it. Hold on a second. Let's get through these ads because they didn't pay to be on this show. <laughs> this is the Bucks effect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, they don't give a shit about. It. <laughs> yeah, the, the way you make it sound. All right, let's go. go Yeah. Holy shit. You damn near out of the state. Wait, 14 <laughs> hours you can drive from here to Colorado. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me essentially what you're telling me is to drive you can drive to California. The nearest you you can drive to the nearest state. I bet Nevada in and out. Exactly. In less than 14 hours and get a fucking oh burger, God. you fat fuck. This is horrible. Look at that. 14 hours. This is just this is just somebody that random. This is actually the uh, clip. Many small businesses are hurting. We watched hundreds of Coloradans light up to enjoy a burger at In-N-Out Burger. The chain just opened its first two drive-through locations. Wait, which in one Colorado. is the In-N-Out? And Denver 7's Russell Haythorn is live at the town center Aurora, where gridlock is the name of the day. 14 hours for a burger. 14 fucking hours. They ain't bullshitting either. Working through restrictions. Like what? What are you not doing with your life? And on a day when many mom and pops are forced to close yeah. the indoor dining yet again, what blowjob are you not getting? That you have to have an out when, when many mom and pop places are going right to business. Fuck that! I want a burger. The Aurora Town Center here. One guy just told us it took him four hours to get all the way through it. Never mind the fact that this is fast food, and as many have pointed out to us today, not exactly get the, the fuck out of the way. option you can make, but. In and Out is finally here, making its debut in Colorado <laughs> in the midst of a pandemic. 
Oh my just a number one. They came just a number one. Yeah, just a number one, please. It's just a journey today. And whether it's all worth it or not. Uh, yeah. Three hours wasn't out of the You know, you it's know, like Oh, fuck so, you. Yeah. Fuck me. So I got <laughs> here, I got a little side note for In and Out. Uh one day I'm hanging out with Brian. Brian is a friend of ours. Um and of course, you know, Brian loves to go to LA. Mm-hmm. Dear people that don't live in California or that live like in Northern California. Yeah. LA is not what it seems. <clears throat> no, no, it's not. It's a, fucking, it's a fucking cesspool. Yeah. It's a toilet. Yeah. But I mean, there are some, okay. There are some things that you can like find and it's kind of nice. You know, there's, mm. the, there are some attractions, but for the most part, it is all fucking smoke and mirrors. Right. Now, one day we're w- walking around LA and I forget what we were doing, but he decides, Hey man, let's go to Shake Shack. And I go, what's Shake Shack? Yeah. And he tells me, dude, that's In-N-Out's rival. <laughs> <laughs> and my hatred for In-N-Out was so strong. I go, let's do it. Yeah. And I got to tell you, the burgers were way better. And you know what? You could drink beer at Shake Shack. Oh, like, there's a Shake Shack in Yucca Valley. Is there? Yeah, there's a Shake Shack in Yucca Valley. Okay, it might have only been the LA Shake Shack, but they were serving beer. I thought that was fucking awesome. It's okay. It, 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 I thought it was decent. I, I actually like Five Guys. Five Guys is good. Like, yeah. pretty fucking decent. Like, that's a pretty good burger. I don't know. It, like, In-N-Out is ever so often for me. And we, we might have been spoiled because we ha- we've we had In-N-Out. We have a, a variety of pretty good food here. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, no fucking way, though, I'm waiting that long for a fucking burger. But I guess if you're not doing shit, maybe, you know, people are from California or people are curious about it and they want a fucking burger, I guess. I mean, four-hour wait, three-hour wait, I maybe... 14 hours. You're fucking insane. Shut the fuck up. I, you know. Uh, I take this as a as a piece of pride being from the Inland Empire is anytime we uh, had a wrestling show out here and we had uh, LA wrestlers come out here. Yeah. They made it a note. Um it, they had to go to Bakers. Cuz they didn't have Bakers. Really? Really. Yeah, they're like Oh yeah. When we're leaving, we're going to Bakers. And I was like, fuck yeah, you're going to Bakers. Dude, that's <laughs> kind of like uh like Rally's Burgers in San Diego is a big deal. That's kind of like their Bakers. Oh yeah, I've had Rally's. Rally's decent. It's yeah. not like Bakers though. No, it's not. It's to me Rally's is more like fattening. Like they they go they go for like the Come on, <laughs> motherfucker. You know you want you want yeah. this steak grilled and shit or it's fucking fried. Fried. I'm going to fry it three times. Remember <laughs> when uh, Burger King came out with some fries and like we fried them three fucking times. What? You out of all the fat fucking things you could do, we got the big they were one, like we had the biggest fries. Mm-hmm. And then two, we're going to fry them three times. <laughs> for that extra crunch. Well, now they've changed their fry recipe like in the last couple of years. Yeah, they have. Yeah, because so. it sucked dick. <laughs> <laughs> I still say Baker's has the best fries and g- great burgers. It's decent. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. I worked there. Okay, I was part of the Baker's family. In fact, I see Miss Baker. Uh, I went to her house and inspected her house because they did pest control later on in life. I do now. Uh, that I met her right before she died. And she was fucking all cuddled up in a blanket. <laughs> and dude, she I, she did say hi, though. She was out of it. I mean, she was practically a gremlin at this point. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, dude, he gets so fucking old. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where, like, everything starts going in fucking reverse. Yeah. <laughs> You're waiting to die. Yeah, your eyeballs are popping out of your fucking head. Is, is her <laughs> name actually Baker? Or was that just because? Yeah, yeah no. Her, yeah, it is. It is. Carol Baker. Okay, because I, I thought maybe the name Baker's was like, you know, hey, we're baking food, you know, mm. Baker. 
<clears throat> started with Neil T. Baker. Neil T. Baker is the one that started it, and then his wife. Carol. And inside their house, Carol Baker, they it's all blue. It's Baker's blue. Okay. Oh, okay. And then uh, they weren't doing like very hot. Like they kind of like their sales were dropping. So they brought uh, this like smart businessman. Like I think his name's Joe Armati, mm-hmm. and he kind of took over business and then you know made it more profitable. But uh, that's that's what happened because at first it was not it they weren't doing real well in sales and then they you know they needed like a fucking Armenian to come out there and <laughs> fuck shit up. So speaking about that. So, like I said, I watch, you know, a little bit of TV here and there. And um, I, it's like all the fucking commercials. I don't know if it's weird. These weird fucking commercials have been coming up lately. And they're all asking for money. Okay. So, like, the fu- one of them came up. It was a fucking dog. It was one about dogs. And I'm, I'm sure you guys know about the one about dogs. But this was a different one. And it went like, hey. You know, do you love dogs? And then there was like one dog, like um, you know, with flies around his fucking face <laughs> and all dirty and shit. And then it's like we have <laughs> shit, you know. It's like we have three weeks to save these dogs, and we need five thousand oh. dollars. It gave me an amount, and it's like we have three weeks left. And by the end of the commercials, like we have fifteen minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking got a gun ducks. To the dog's yeah, head. it's like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Let's go, motherfucker. It's like the quota wasn't fucking met. It went from like three weeks to fifteen <laughs> fucking minutes. And we have fifteen fucking minutes left. And I, I swear, I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like, I was trying to record it, but it was like, like the whole thing was a a fucking countdown to death. <laughs> to death. So, have, have you um? Okay, you know um, National Lampoon, right? Yeah. Okay, did you know it was a magazine beforehand? Uh uh-uh. Yeah, it was a magazine which was started by the people that essentially made Saturday Night Live. Okay. Um, one of the first covers of National Lampoon was of a dog with a gun to its head. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog has to look like this, like, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Even the dog knows, um, this isn't right. <laughs> Seriously, dude. I like twisted marketing, though. Uh, another twisted, uh, another thing. So, uh, and this is why I brought Crisis it up. Oh, hold on. This that is what, I am seeing. Okay, this is what I brought it up. There was one. About, and you'll never guess it if I told you, about Jewish Holocaust women. (laughs) (laughs) And I know you wouldn't believe it unless I showed you. So that's why, oh, let's play the commercial, okay? All right. Today, here in the Ukraine and in other parts of the former Soviet Union, is very different from what it's been in the past 20 years. The situation has gotten much, much worse. In fact, I would call it catastrophic elderly are getting older, Holocaust survivors are dying every day. These people are alone. These people feel abandoned. And if you see this commercial, this, these old these old women are like talking to them fucking selves. Okay, I don't know if this is actually the commercial. Anna's a, it could another be. one of the Holocaust survivors. Okay, it could be. Here in the outskirts, far in the regions of the Ukraine. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, Anna lives on three potatoes. <laughs> Anna hasn't gotten out of the house to get water. Do you see that? That's her bed. This 85-year-old woman having to sleep on top of the stove in order to get the warmth. 
And so the needs of the elderly here in the former She's Soviet sleeping Union sleeping on are top all the of the same. fucking stove. Food, medicine, heating fuel, and water. I want you oh my God. to see the... Okay, I'm going to play it through before I say something. Hold on. ...face to see the <clears throat> eyes okay. of these people. Don't wait for tomorrow to help when the help is needed right now. Tomorrow, my friends, may be too late. Okay. All right. Okay. Here's the thing. I want to say it something real fast. Go ahead. How many fucking Jew Holocaust women <laughs> are left in the world? Well, no, no, that's, that's okay. I'm like, what, what do you mean they're dying by the hundreds? What do you mean they're dying by the hundreds? It happened a hundred years ago. Yeah, it happened almost a hundred years ago. They should be dead. <laughs> Don't wait. It might be too late. Another one that gave you goddamn. I just, I just imagine that like, okay, Olga, so we got you a new bed. And then she dies the next day. Yeah. Listen, um... Instead of three potatoes, I got you six <laughs> six potatoes. We got you some bottled water. And she's sleeping on top of the stove to keep warm. Here's an idea, so, Olga. What do, you, what do you smell? You smell that? <laughs> you smell that, Olga? Yeah, why'd you get the fuck off the stove? <laughs> it's your burning asshole. Oh, my goodness, dude. That's what I seen. Oh. Is that not a scam and a half? A little bit. Because, yeah, first off. You mean to tell me that there are still Holocaust survivors? Right? That's exactly I, what that said. Like, they'd have to be close to 100. They'd be close to 100 years old. And and if if they're living off potatoes, we should all live off potatoes because they've lived that long. I know. That's the secret to long life. They, they don't have grandkids? <laughs> they don't have any grandkids. <laughs> nothing. They're living in it. She's living in it. And if you looked at the commercial, guys... Oh, Look man. it up, but anyways, like I said, it's like a it's like a two by two room. It's not very big, but it's like what? And if you and, and the actual full commercial, that wasn't even the full commercial. Like the full commercial is like a Jewish woman like talking to her fucking self. It, she was just rambling, and they were muting her. She was like, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, and Jewish," and it's like, "Stop what you're doing right now," because if if you don't donate. It's too late. <laughs> and I'm like, she's going to die in like a day. She's going to die like any day. She's waiting to die. She looks so fucking miserable. Yeah. Can you fucking give her a sandwich? Get that bitch a sandwich. Yeah. Put what down the you, camera. Put down the fucking camera. <laughs> and go to In-N-Out. And go help him out. Yeah. Get him a fucking In-N-Out burger. She's got like hours to live. <laughs> oh my That shit God. had me cracking up so much. I said, like, what the fuck is this shit? And it's real shit. <sighs> yeah. That's up there with that fucking, what is it? The Armenian prince or whatever. Or Arabian prince who needs right? $1,000. Unbelievable. What's going on with the, today's society? I think we just got money to burn. Have you seen um, uh, that show Adam Ruins Everything or heard of it? No. <laughs> Adam Ruins Everything started off as a, a college humor YouTube video where this guy would tell you the truth about things. You know, uh, Basically, you know, where did the concept of the of the wedding ring come from and the wedding dress and all this stuff? Like, why is all the stuff for a wedding important? He did one on things like that. Um, there was some reality TV uh, show star who started this um, program where it was to get shoes for th um, third world kids from Africa, mm -hmm. and then an expert, <coughs> uh, an expert on basically scams like that, said that's what we call uh, poverty porn. 
People in Africa <laughs> are pretty bad off. Yeah. But they can get shoes. There's no problem with them getting shoes. That's a scam. Most of that money is going to his company. It's like, sure, they're buying shoes, but that. But they're dying, they're buying them like the dollar shoes. Like, listen, man, I got a lot of fucking uh, black people over here, and they need shoes, yeah. okay? I got like a million bucks, but I'm not going to spend that much. <laughs> Go to J.C. Penney's. <laughs> I want like J.C. I want less than J.C. Penney. Dude, you know, man, me and Richard ran into a homeless guy one time, and for shoes, he had like two shoe box, two like Kleenex boxes that he put duct tape around, and those were his shoes. Nice, nice. I remember seeing that shit. Well, then the, the, then the expert goes like, do you think these people want shoes or do you think they want clean water and food? Yeah, exactly. They don't want fucking And shoes. crops, yeah. <laughs> you know? Seriously. So, yeah, I, I think shit like that's... I, <coughs> I don't wish ill on if there actually are Holocaust survivors. Right. However, let's say that was an actual Holocaust survivor. She must have been two or three when she was in the Holocaust. Exactly. Like she remembers. She didn't experience the Holocaust. <laughs> she she was in your mom's belly at that point. <laughs> she, she remembers just uh, not going to a shower for one week. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Like, hey, uh, we need to raise some money. Like, I wonder, I wonder how, like, this, this campaign started. Like, man, I, Joe, I'm broke. And we need to raise some money fucking ASAP. You're like, think of some sad shit right now. That we can do to rate, you know, just just to you know get emotions out of people. You're like COVID. I'm like, no, fuck no, that's too obvious. My nana has bridge partners that look pretty sad. Yeah, you're like, okay, okay, is she Jewish? You're like, yeah. Holocaust. The Holocaust. And then we just say at the same time, the Holocaust. And then like you know, and then they make the commercial like, well, where are we gonna find survivors? Oh, they're out there somewhere. Oh, they're out. They got to be out there somewhere. So he went on a trip to Jerusalem and find <laughs> Jerusalem. No, yeah. he went to fucking somewhere. And uh, hey, um, like the village people had to tell them where the fuck these ladies were at. Because like they didn't know. <laughs> you said village people. I'm sure you did actually mean village people. But I immediately went to the fucking young man. Yeah. No, those village people knew exactly where these two old ladies they're are at. over there. Yeah, he's over there. And she just won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Can you please go? Yeah, yeah, I got it. And then they just made a commercial. Then they tried to give her a script. You oh, could tell. Yeah. Yeah. She was just rambling on like, well, my potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. So tell us about your time in the Holocaust. Yeah. Well, my mom held my hand a lot. Yeah. And then he looks at the fucking container. He's like, yeah, she lives off of three potatoes a day. <laughs> Which I call bullshit. Like, yeah. <laughs> where does she get three potatoes a day? Yeah. Every day. Every fucking day. Yeah. And uh, where's your bed? Mm, on top of that stove. <laughs> I'm like, isn't that like a fire hazard? Isn't that like a fucking fire hazard? <laughs> Didn't like your people burn? <laughs> like, Maybe she's hoping that's how she dies. It'll be quick. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, there's people out there that are going to scam you, try to take your fucking money. And oh. um, let it be me. You know, no fucking, <laughs> no fucking uh, fall into traps like that. And, and that's a thing. It's seriously, that's an issue. Like a lot of old people, like it's even all, like I was at Walmart today because I needed to fucking uh, cash this money order. And I had this money order my dad sent me. It was for 200 bucks. And then, but he put Chuck instead of like my, my legal name's Charles. Charles. So the bitch at uh, the money center or the cash center over here is like, mm, that doesn't, I'm like, bitch, I'm Chuck. What do you think? What do you, what do you think, think Charles is, is short, for? short for? You could call my mom right now. She'll, hey, what's up, Chuck? I'll call anybody. They'll say, "Hey, yeah, what's my name, Chuck?" Yeah. 
No, Sarah, sorry. I said, well, what if I just cross it out and put Charles? Well, it's altered and then I cannot cash it. Oh. Well, fuck you. So I go to fucking, I go to Walmart in Palm Springs and there's this old lady named Beverly. And she's probably old school. She's like, mm, Chuck Charles, whatever the fuck, you know. And you work at Walmart. And I knew they wouldn't give a fuck at Walmart. And so she's like, she cashed it. And I wanted to give her a tip, but, you know, I didn't. So. You know, humanity <sighs> is just stupid. Mm. There's no other explanation. I have to deal with fucking dumb stoners every day. It's the strangest thing. I, You know, I grew up being told, you know, be respectful to others and treat everyone like the way you want to be treated. And, you know, <laughs> it, it, as Anne Frank, a, a Holocaust not survivor, right. said, you know, I believe people are good deep down in their hearts. Maybe a few. I mean, most of these people are fucking stupid. Dude, there's some fucking stupid people. Now, now here's my theory. A lot of, like... People on these QAnons, I'm, heavy, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, sure man, you guys man. maybe know about this. Q, the QAnon people, oh they're like real fucking freaky people. They they, they think pedophiles are everywhere. Um, and, they think and, Democrats and they, are Democrats are children. fucking. They're eating children, and eating children, up. and fucking pizzas. Yeah. Whatever they do, but anyways, don't you notice like a lot of those people are stoners? I notice a lot of those people. They yeah, they're stoners and they and they have no job. They just believe. I I don't how do, how do I put this. They believe it with blind faith. Yeah. There's nothing that backs that up. Louder for Crowder. <laughs> <laughs> That's our sponsor for today. Yeah, our sponsored by Louder by Crowder. <laughs> I yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on blast right now because you know what? I wanna say fuck you. Um a friend of ours' mother, who we're not a big fan of. Has a friend okay. who annoys the fuck out of me because she is a uh, supporter of a certain. Um, Here, here's my here's my deal too. It's okay. like she, <laughs> you live off the system. Everything that yeah. Trump is against, yeah. you're a welfare recipient ever since you've been alive. Much Your it. husband was a welfare recipient ever since he's been alive. Okay, never really carried a whole job, a real job for the rest pretty much your whole life and you've convinced other people to mooch off the system and yet most of your whole life you've been a democrat okay yeah. so all of a sudden your son goes on this fucking rabbit hole and we're talking about dick sassy here that's you know that's all about trump and all this other shit and all of a sudden my mind changes you're right oh i like trump are you fu what the fuck am i missing like you're yeah. you're you live off the system yeah, you're literally everything that Trump everything says. Everything that Trump says, you're against every goddamn thing. Yeah. Except for the fake shit. Like, you're making up shit that you like about it because yeah. it's, it's made up shit. Yeah. So, so whenever Yolanda, Mr. Sassy's mom, she has this friend that comes over and she has to be on her fucking soapbox about Trump and how. I don't know how people feel about Gavin Newsom. I don't know enough about Gavin Newsom, but we got to impeach Gavin Newsom is what she keeps saying. And, oh, Trump didn't lose the election, this and that. Now, here's the thing. Okay. I'm a part of this group in, uh, called Ukaipa Uncensored. Oh, and it's, oh we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially, it's really just like a Democrats versus Republican group where they just post memes to fuck each other up. Right. Now, for years... Republican for four years, Republicans in Ukipe Uncensored were basically the cock of the walk because their their guy was in charge. 
Right. Somebody posted a picture of Trump and it said, not my president. <laughs> now, somebody wrote under it said, you know, if you are an American citizen, he is your president whether you like it or not. Right. And I thought to myself, he's right. I, I, I do not like Trump at all, but he is my president. Yeah. He's the, are you an American? Yeah. yeah. Then he is the president of America. Yeah. And then now you cut to 2000, uh, 2020, the end of 2020, where Biden won the election, and this dumb bitch says, well, he's not my president. And I'm just like, now you know we feel like you, bitch. It, the thing is, it's like, you know, it, 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 Tim Dillon's brought this up. It's like, fine. You know, there was a big four-year fucking party where you would wake up every morning and see what stupid shit the tr- <laughs> the president was going to say and who he's going to fucking insult. Yeah. And it's like a big old fucking college party. Listen, you're not drunk. I know. I seen you. You, you had nothing <laughs> in your glass. That was water the whole fucking time. Party's over. Stop pretending you're drunk, okay? The party is fucking over. This, Trump's not going to be your president again. I don't give a fuck. If you swear on a, on a stack of Bibles, it's all made up. Yeah. Every goddamn thing is down you is all made up. Here, here, well, check this out. If, if there really is a shadow government and Trump was the savior, why didn't he show us the shadow government? Yeah. And, if, and, if, and go opposite. If Trump was working for the shadow government, why would the shadow government pick him to be the president? Yeah. If he's a fucking used car salesman. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. They just—it's just reality is not um, meant for them. Reality just reality uh, escapes them, and uh, it's a cult. It's it's a cult, cult. and the thing is, it's people fall in these rabbit holes where they have no proof of anything, and they're just like, "Yeah, well, fucking uh, Trump said there's Trump said there's uh, election fraud. There's definitely election fraud." And then you get a bunch of fucking idiots like, "Ah." Of course. Yeah, of course, dude. Like, it happens all the time. Yeah, of course there's election fraud, but not on a mainstream like that. There's going to be times where you get two ballots mailed to you and, you know, Mrs. Jones doesn't like fucking Trump and she votes Biden and she votes twice. It happens both fucking ways. And I'll tell you more than off more often than most, it's going to happen the other way. They're going to, oh, Trump, you know, I want Trump. So it just wasn't enough of that, okay, to make a difference. So when I say there's an electorate, yeah, there's there's electorate every goddamn year. He, um, I remember seeing a video that Mark Hamill posted where it's basically him reacting to what Trump said. And uh, Trump goes, I will accept the results of the election if I win. So he is immediately planting the seed of doubt. 100% was what he did. He, yeah. But he's been saying stupid... Like, we're not surprised by this shit. Like, he's been planting stupid shit. And and all you fucking morons out there that have been... And that's the thing. I'm an independent. It's not, same, like, something like, it's not something like we're not, like, fucking constantly, like, you know, pro-Trump, pro-Biden. We're not... It's not about that. It's about you running your fucking mouth mm-hmm. every goddamn day on Facebook... Saying like I've even seen there's this stupid fucking picture of like God like a picture of Jesus like mm-hmm. like hugging Trump I think <laughs> I think that Yolanda posted oh. and it's like it's like may God be with you. are you fucking serious he couldn't even he didn't know the actual name of you know Second Corinthians he called him two Corinthians yeah I think that's a fucking sign for your ass <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck about fuck you no. 
fuck no. He doesn't give a fuck about you guys. What the fuck is you guys' problem? And they're obsessed with them. Like, they have been obsessed. This is one, this is the last four years. I've never seen an obsession over a president yeah. like like Trump. Like, they're obsessed with him. I've only seen it in uh, Nazi Germany. So at the time, it was all Hitler. It was like, Hitler, Hitler, yeah, dude, Hitler's the shit. So, the, yeah, the, you know, they called him the outsider. That's why they voted for him, because he wasn't a politician. Yeah. Here's a, here's a newsflash for you guys. There's a reason we vote for politicians, because they know what they're doing. Al Snow, for those who don't know who Al Snow is, we know who he is. Right. He's a retired professional wrestler. He made a, an analogy, which I'm going to use right now. Okay, so opinion is the smallest amount of information you can give to, to give somebody. Because it could be wrong. But a lot of people will take their opinion and fucking run with it. Now, let's say you want to be a doctor. I'm talking now, I'm using this analogy for politicians. Let's say you want to be a doctor. What do you do first? You have to learn the you have to learn the craft, don't you? You have to go to school for seven years to become a do- doctor. But that's just learning experience. Right. You don't have actual experience. So what do you do next? You resident. You spend about another year or two following doctors till they say he's ready. Right. Now, use the same analogy with um, people that are uh, running for uh, places of politics. You don't just run for president. You start maybe like local comptroller. And if you do a good job and people like you, maybe right. you become mayor. Maybe for that you become governor. Well, that's what it was. They were just super frustrated yeah. over fucking, you know, o- the way o- the busy. system. The yeah. system. And that's the thing. Celebrities don't make good politicians most of the time. Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger fucked everything <laughs> up. Yep. He absolutely fucked everything up. The only po- celebrity, I guess you could say, that made a decent politician is maybe Jesse the Body Ventura. Like, you he did could, okay. You could kind of say Reagan, but... Um, Reagan yeah, you kind of say Reagan. I mean, Reagan wasn't, you know, but, like, Reagan did some fucked up shit, too. Oh, yeah, Reagan almost fucked everything up. You could say that under Reagan's uh, administration, the Berlin Wall came down. Yeah, there's, like I said, there's good things. But the thing is, yeah. like, dude... Like, he's not, this is politics, guys. And as much as you want to say you're not involved in politics, you, you, you certainly do take your time to post something stupid about Trump every goddamn day. Yeah. Like how much, how great of, of a guy he is. Like, fuck, dude. Like, get over it. That's all I'm saying. We're tired of this shit. Fucking, the Republicans had, for, for, well, at the start of his um, administration, that not only did they have the executive um, um, branch, they had both Congress and fucking the Senate, all, all three of them. I thought to myself, you have four years to make this look good or I'm never going to let you fucking forget it. Motherfuckers, you did not make it look good. It was embarrassment. I'm never going to let you fucking forget it. He was threatening. Yeah, he threatened everybody mm-hmm. at the end. He's like, hey, listen, you don't go with this fucking fraud shit, okay? You're done. And he was firing motherfuckers. And he was holding people hostage and shit. So he's like, yeah, you know, you don't fucking go with this fraud shit. That's why all the Republicans are like, Dude, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, well, go ahead. If you don't want to be on my team, then fuck yeah. you. I'll cost you your goddamn job. A lot of them just pick party over country. Unbelievable. So that's what he gave you guys. So, Except for Mitt Romney. I can't believe that guy was pretty bald. He's like, no, nah, fuck that dude. And if you heard some people like, hey, Trump's is going to come back next uh, four years from now and run again. Like, who the fuck does that? Like, <laughs> you've already achieved the highest level of politics. You could uh-huh. anything in this whole country. If that's top position, you want to try back again? Like, who the fuck are you? Just yeah, you you've reached the pinnacle of you what reached you can, the pinnacle. Yeah, greatest success. You you've done it. Congratulations, asshole. You've done it. 
Now, just retire. Fucking go to the Bahamas. Go away. Yeah. Go away. I hope it goes away. But you know it's not going to happen. You're going to hear people bitch about Biden and then how Trump is coming. Like You're still going to hear Trump people. I think, no, honestly, no. for about another year. At least until he fades uh, away. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. But, like, fuck, man. Like, get over. Like, who cares? Yeah. that's what, We're just tired of this shit. People, they were still bitching about Obama. And I'm like, dude, Obama hasn't been, been relevant for, like, three years now. You're still bitching about him? They're bitching about him and the Clintons. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Because, you know, the Clintons, they had, you know, rape. Rapes, uh, they were hanging out with Epstein and Oh, and Epstein children. and all the pedophiles. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, he was with them too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, it it is what it is, and I don't think that we should keep harping on 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 him only because you know what? When I get older, I don't want to have him. Uh, I don't want him renting space in my head. Is there any left? Take a little more, thank you. We're having uh, cocktails, like uh, gentlemen. It's like Doc Holiday and Wyatt Earp. Just you know, you're, you're a daisy if you do. <laughs> it is, it, you know. I always thought to myself, like I'm a kid with, or I'm an adult with, uh, I'm a kid at heart with adult money. <laughs> that's a good way to look at it I'm seriously saying. dude that's what I am. It's like I'm a fucking, I'm a kid with access to adult money. That's why I have fucking bar here. You ever, you ever seen that that movie, The Toy, with uh, Robin Williams? No, no, no. That, that's toys, but the toy with. Uh, <laughs> but excuse me, Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's where this uh, this rich kid. Uh, he no, no, I have, dude. Yes, oh, okay. I think I do remember it. Yeah, Scotty Schwartz, who then did porn. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude. Yeah, the kid that got his tongue stuck on the Christmas story. Okay. Yeah, I think I have seen that movie, The Toy. Did you know there are sequels to Christmas Story? Dude, there's probably sequels to a whole bunch of shit. Like there was like 18 wolves. 18 wolves? <laughs> there's like three, there's at least four of them. What are you talking about wolf? Teen Wolf. Oh, Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> teen Wolf, dude. That was the that was the one that Sassy got me on. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. We we were filming Middle-aged wolf. Teen wolf, middle-aged wolf. And we did a long time ago, 10, 10, probably like 15 years ago, 14 years ago, mm-hmm. in the mountains. And we put makeup on him and shit. And it wasn't very good because, like I said, we had real shit everything. But we had to uh, put, like, hair on him, and it made him look like a wolf. And <laughs> the audio was shit. But, I mean, the clips that we did give, we, we did giggle a little bit. <laughs> like, it was pretty it was funny. A, well, it, was a, it was a funny idea, I thought. Yeah, because it was really messed up and dark, and even, even <laughs> it was we, dark. Yeah, I mean, so that the whole premise of it was like that he like he was a regular guy again, he and pe- he peaked in high school. <laughs> he peaked in high school, but no, he was on he was on a cocaine binge, and uh, <laughs> he, and he got stuck in wolf mode. <laughs> no, no, the way I was told is is halfway stuck. Oh, halfway stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he has like a heart attack and gets halfway stuck in wolf mode, and then um, Styles. Like I guess like they're in a he was driving drunk, crashes the car, styles up getting brain damage. And it's like his like oh, yeah. wheel, wheelchair buddy. Well yeah, like he was like surfing on top of the van. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite part was uh so um what was the girl's name in Teen Wolf? Oh I'm dude, I have not watched I could not honestly tell you 
I don't know if I watched all of it. It was like Boof or something like that. Yeah, it's been a long time. Well, anyways, it was supposed to be the, like uh, Michael J. Fox's character, Scott, and Boof got married. And then because of uh, Scott's uh, antics, they get divorced. And at one point, um, Scott is basically outside his window crying, watching his wife kind of just do, you know, wifely things inside her house <laughs> and while he's eating Cheetos. And then he decides to jerk off with Cheeto spit. <laughs> 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 she she catches him. <laughs> He's running away with his pants down, and he trips, and she's just looking at there, and he, and he goes, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> Dude, and, and the fucking ending. Do you remember what the ending was? Uh, it was Cheeto spit. Yeah, Cheeto spit. Now just imagine sassy like that, and then just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Cheeto spit is fucking. Now, yeah, he told me. He told me specifically, Cheeto spit. Yeah. Now, the way it's supposed to end is that he, at the like the last <coughs> twenty minutes, he, you know, he gets his life together. He gets a job. Boo and him finally get back together. He leaves the job interview knowing that he got the job. You know, like hey, all right, we'll see you on Monday. And he just goes, finally, things are coming up, Scott. And then he looks up, and a meteor just crushes him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Richard's a pretty fucking funny writer. He is, he is. So, what? Um, tell us a little bit about your movie coming out. Oh, Dead Inside. People have been asking me about it, and I'm kind of like, I don't want to tell them anything, but I'll tell them. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> tell yeah. us and the viewers. Yeah, so it's called Dead Inside. It's, uh, I guess, um, a dramedy, because it's mostly drama with a lot of, like, you know, just messed up jokes. Okay. It's about a guy who kills himself and he goes to hell. And hell isn't exactly what he expected. He kind of likes it, actually. Mm-hmm. Now, he actually gets the chance to leave hell. The reason he's there is because he killed himself, but he cursed uh, his ex-girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Someone liked that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. So... We've been filming. Um, if if he forgives his girlfriend, you know, he breaks, the, you know, undoes the curse, he can go to purgatory. Mm-hmm. And the way I kind of envision purgatory, th- this is pretty much like I I I reference this in the movie. There's a movie called Wrist Cutters, and it's about people who kill themselves and they go to purgatory. And purgatory is just okay. <clears throat> yeah, like uh, you know, they have, there's a pizza place in purgatory called Kamikaze Pizza. You see everybody's. Uh, how they how they got to purgatory, you know, when they kill themselves, right? And but there's also like these like what they call miracles, where just like, oh, if you go through that door, you disappear. Um, you light a piece of paper on fire, it will just magically fly in the air, stuff like that. So yeah. I the way I, the way I describe it in the movie, I say purgatory is like uh, wrist cutters with no miracles. Okay, and he won't forgive her. So there's just spite and hate in this guy's heart, and eventually the uh, the devil takes notice. And that's as much as the plot I'll say. Uh-huh. But we're uh, God, we're almost done. We're gonna do a weekend filming. I have to go and talk to my makeup artist's brother because he moved into the house that we're using. Okay. And I gotta let him know. I said, dude, the room you're living in, we need for like one day, <laughs> not even one day, maybe like thirty minutes. Yeah. Get out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we got to just mess with the house, and hopefully I can get all um, principal photography done on Saturday, and then we can do coverage on Sunday, 
and then I can start editing. Have you put a lot into this? Yeah, total probably about $3,000, maybe more. Uh-huh. And What's your plan with it? I want to take it to film festivals. Uh-huh. But I got I'm I'm going to I'm going to be taking very slow time editing it. Yeah. Because I got to make sure that what I don't I'm going to make two versions of it. Okay. A version for me and for my friends to watch which will have copyright music in it that we don't oh, distribute. Yeah, yeah. And then another version where it's like licensed free music or music I buy. Right. And we'll do that, but like I mean I have it in my head and it's just driving me crazy. Like this is the first project that I've ever thought, okay, this is worth me taking a shot. Yeah. Cuz I love I love Sassy, but he talks a big game when it comes to his ideas. Right, right. And I mean, I love you, man, but like if you're shit or get off the pot. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, like I said, hopefully we'll see it at the uh, Prestige Film Festival that we're going to do in August on the big screen and uh Do we talk do, on on the podcast or this podcast about that one little 3 minute movie we watched that we fucking were like, "Fuck." No, we probably, I don't know if we have, but I know there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of decent ones. Yeah. And there's like a, that we've watched that were like pretty good. And then there's one that we got like, there was a pretty good jump scare. And uh, yeah. I think that's what Joe's referring Yeah, that's what to. I'm talking about. Yeah. We, we thought we're garbage. And then we seen the fucking, you know, made us like an asshole pucker. Yeah. But uh, there is going to be some good ones. Because like I said, it's um, the film festival. We have a lot of shorts we've watched. We watched some good movies. It's all over the world. There's Let me ask movies you from everywhere. How do you when you when we finally have the festival? How do you envision it in your head? What's going on? What happens? So basically, I think what we're going to be de- narrowed down to is one day, uh, just because cost wise, because I don't see a lot of like when you do a film festival. Like I said, we're new to this, but I, I'm a businessman, so like you know, I know I have to make things make sense as far as numbers, and uh, it's just the funding. You have to have a lot of sponsorship to make a good festival or last a couple days and i don't see that the like obviously we're gonna go live with the um you know trying to get sponsorships in january and and so on and so forth but uh, it's not gonna be easy with the COVID thing theater has been shut down for the majority of the year okay yeah. i'm hoping majority obviously theaters will open up hopefully by august and this is a that's why i've shot for this you know be a whole year because i thought of this idea I think last June. I got about a year. I gotta actually give you kudos for that because when you brought up like, oh hey, we should do a film festival in my head. Yeah, sure, you'll do a film festival. And then I started seeing all the stuff, and I was like, this guy's actually gonna do. Like, you're not doing something for you. You're doing something for everybody else. And I'm like, fuck. I like I said, I fall through my shit because, like I said, there's been times when we said the reunion show. How many times people want to do a reunion show? And I was like, let's do a fucking reunion show. And I made it work. We made it work. Yeah. We got a fucking venue. It was awesome. We got a ring. We had, a, we had an okay turnout. I think it would have been a, a, a lot more turnout and highly more profitable if it was just me. <laughs> but, you know, Jeff obviously fucked it up, some of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would have gave away free tickets and just made money off of the concessions. Definitely. That's what I've done differently. It would have been a packed house. But, you know, that's my envision in this film festival that we are a registered nonprofit. So it is a real business. And um, we have or almost 100 inquiries now. We've made, you know, decent. We've made okay money on the on film submissions, but that's not really what it's about because that goes right back into you guys. But would, would you ever 
of seriously thinking about opening a promotion? No, I don't think I'm there anymore. I don't have the passion for it. Like I used to. Like I wanted to back in the days. With I would have done it with you. Would you, you, would you ever do anything else in wrestling? Like I told you how I might go back to maybe being like an announcer or a manager. Would you ever do something like that? Um, let me, let me, let me fix this on a, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I was thinking that I was thinking that, uh, that um, the, the, the tough part is if I did do a promotion, it would be in a different state. Like I do a smaller one mm-hmm. that was more local. So like people that didn't know how to do like, a, there wasn't like, I don't think I could do one in Southern California. Like if I would do one, like I would do one like in Arizona or somewhere else, a different state. I do it somewhere in a different you'd, state. You'd have to go someplace that's um, like maybe Utah. I know there's promotions in Utah, but like, I know. Okay. So from my knowledge, of course, up and down California minus central California, right? there's wrestling all over the place. You got uh, Bay Area Pro, All Pro. Of course, you have there's EWF, there's uh, AWS. There, there's a fuck. They're fucking all over the place in California. Right now, you go to Arizona. Mm, there, there, there are promotions there, but they're very territorial. Yeah. Well, like I said, I just um, if it was something that I do, I would do something on a small scale. It wouldn't be like I said a huge scale because. Just too many promotions, and yeah. I'm not passionate about it anymore. I used to be. I used to be really into it. Like I said, I wanted to run something that we can do and we were involved in, but now I just won't be part. I can be part of something. I can be an announcer or, I'll, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's some kind of – I. that's kind of what I want to do. I, I can't do – like I said, I can't wrestle for me anymore. I would have to lose a lot of weight and then have to, re, you know, make sure – my back wasn't into it. Cause like I said, I have pain in my back now, like here ever so often I do, you know, I'm always crawling through shit and just not good to me now. So much oh, less mean. in the fucking, like I get, you know, there's times where like I have like a, if you cough the wrong way, a fucking back will seize up. <laughs> so it's like, dude, I can't be doing it. And then, and, then, and it's a young guy's game anyways. Like yeah. the guys that are in their forties, I'm almost, you know, I'm 36. I'll be 40 in four years. And it's not like I can go, you know, put on some fucking shoes and go do a a match once a week. I'm not like, that's not I, me. And I've seen those guys that, like, they don't know when to quit. Right. It's fucking horrible. Exactly. Um, do you remember Crazy KC? Oh, I got a better one for you. Have I ever told you about Rock Riddle? <laughs> yeah, the nature boy? <laughs> no, no, nothing. The original Mr. Wonderful. Oh. This guy was like in his like late fifties, maybe sixties, and he was still wrestling, and it was so Pathetic. boring. One, he was he was a he was a very good talker. Only problem is he never knew when to stop. Right. He would do these like ten minute promos, and we're like, "Can we go home now?" But even at that point, like you would, should be a manager, he you know, or whenever you you can't be wrestling. Like I said, I, I I yeah, am I young enough where I can still wrestle? Yeah, I would just have to get in shape. You know, I can just have to get in shape. But yeah. the thing is, like. Like, I don't have passion for it anymore. Like, I wanted to do it back in the days. Like, I wanted to do it because I was like, man, this is great. Me and me and Joe have great ideas. Do you remember uh, uh, Dean Bomberry or Hook Bomberry? I'm sorry. No. He was, like, on the precipice of actually being, like, known throughout the country because he was, like, working with PWG. Uh-huh. Um, great wrestler, had a great look. He looked like a, a dark-haired Brock Lesnar. Wow. Yeah. And uh, 
he just stopped one day and he was like maybe 25, 26. Uh huh. So I hit him up one day. This is in the MySpace days. Oh, shit. And I go, his real name's Dean. I said, Dean, why'd you quit? And he goes, dude, it's so dog eat dog there. I don't want to be a part of that shit. And, it, and for and years, it is. yeah, for years, I was kind of like, is he right? Is he right? And then the last year of my wrestling career, I was like, yeah, these people are fucking monsters. I got to get away from these people. It is. It's drama. It's all a bunch of shit. There's too many politics in it. And it's like, yeah, remember the member, little Mi- remember Mikey? Mikey uh, O'Shea? Uh, Mikey O'Shea it was a it was a young guy named Mikey. It was at EWF, and it was when me and Re- me and Richard were. It was I was a kid, and it, and my parents bought a session for me to go wrestle, and he was one of the trainers. But he was a young guy. It was like Mikey, yeah, I forget I his know. last name, but he was a young guy in shape, blonde hair, and he's short. I do remember that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, but he was uh, basically there, but he wasn't there for very long. Like I said, maybe two, three years after that, and then you didn't hear about him anymore after that. And it's like, it's don't have, guys don't have a long shelf life. And what are you going to do? Like, only a small percentage of people actually make it. And it's like, you know, it's like you really got to do soul searching. Like, what, what am I wrecking my body for? Like, 10 bucks in a videotape? Yeah. That's um, what we did, and we, that's just we should name a documentary called Ten Bucks in a Videotape." <laughs> no, 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 Ten Bucks in a Videotape? Question mark? That's the thing, because like when we're kids and we're out of high school, like a lot of people, you guys don't listen. You guys listen to the show. I've known these guys for a long time. I know Joe. I know Richard and Joe, Richard and Jesse, a long ass time. Yeah, and we were wrestling in in high school, pro wrestling, and you know it was fun because like we would wrestle, we do a show once a month. Okay, we put out a flyer. Yeah. And then we would be done with it. We'd ask for donations at the show. We would get like 20 bucks. <laughs> I don't know how much we got. It was enough to get pizza. It was enough to get Bobo's pizza. It was yeah. like a Bobo's pizza and we would take the videotape and go watch it at on a VCR and, and that was that was camaraderie. Yeah. You know what that's that's what we did and it was that was enough for us. It was enough for us cuz we had a fucking blast at the show. Yeah, you we know, had we had fun, and it was a you know we had the footage, and it was it was a blast. And, and I mean, now you took it further, Joe. You went in, you know, did a a, a pro I did career, in, in, independence pro person for about twelve years, twelve right? fucking years. So yeah. you did a lot, a long time. I had a lot of fun. I like. Do you still want to do it? A part of me does, but at the same time, I just my mental health is not worth it because I can't. Like, the booker for EWF was such a fucking asshole. Yeah. And it's like, so I have to be nice to this guy again? I'll I'll, I'll tell you a story. Because I don't give a fuck. Fuck this guy. He's not going to hear it. It doesn't matter. His name's Jake Alexander. Fuck him. Yeah. Everybody actually hated Jake. But they had to kiss his ass because he was the booker. Now, we go to a Cauliflower Alley Club, which is basically like the Elks Lodge for uh, wrestlers. Right. They meet up once a year in Vegas. Um, Jake's um, roommate, the hotel roommate, falls through. He's not going to go. So he asked to room with me and my tag partner, Ricky Najar. And, of course, he's the booker, so we're like, sure. And it pissed me off that he kept telling everybody that it was his room. I'm like, motherfucker, it's under my name. 
<laughs> Did he give you money for it? Yeah, he 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 paid some. Yeah, he paid his part of the you know his share. Uh huh. But now I have to fucking share a bed <laughs> <laughs> with this pig fuck. <laughs> oh no 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 no! no. Me and Ricky had to share the bed. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know, that's Ricky, uh, Mister Buzz Lightyear himself. He's, uh, he's Daddy Lightyear. A, Daddy Lightyear. He's got a Patreon right now, or, uh, fans only, because he's a dick for like mm. twenty bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a nice guy. And he's a sweetheart. He's a fucking cool ass dude. I love I love Ricky. Yeah. So now we um we end up having to like basically hang out with him because you know nobody else wants to hang out with him except for the people that are in this room with him. Right. Uh, we end up going to Richie Slade's room. You you know Richie Slade. Yeah. It's Richie Slade, Tab Jackson, and uh Wade Thomas, and they have a handicap room because uh, Wade's handicap. And as we leave, after we're done talking to them, we, me, Ricky, and Jake all leave. And I'm just being an, a, a drunk, goofy asshole. I take a, a bag of chips and that they had that was open, and I throw them everywhere. <laughs> Where? And, and, just, just, like, and whose bedroom? Uh, Slade's room. Oh, and shit. I throw them everywhere. Ah! Why? Why did you do that? I'm just ribbing them. I'm just fucking with them. Right. They text Jake. And they're like, how dare he do that? Da, 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 da. He should apologize. Jake tells me this. I go back up there. I, man, all right, I'm, I'm sorry I did this. I'll clean it up. And they go, we were just joking. We don't care. We were just fucking. So, well, Jake fucking made me come up here and fucking apologize you. And they're like, really? Ha, 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 ha. Fuck him. We're all just like, motherfuck, motherfuck, motherfuck. <laughs> About an hour passes. Okay, we're all going to go. Me, Jake, and Ricky are all going to go up to the room uh, for something. And we're going to go back down. Now, Jake goes ahead of us. Me and Ricky, I think we get some sodas at the vending machine. And then we see Jake grab from from far away. We see him grab the, the knob, the door handle. And then just, fuck! Slade and Tab had put Vaseline all over the doorknob. <laughs> I, I say, fuck this. I'm not going to that shit show. Ricky goes in and... He says that Jake is selling it like a bitch. Just, I can't these motherfuckers, for the disrespect. And Ricky calms him down by going, Jake, it's just Vaseline. You can wash your hand in two seconds, and it'll be off your hand. Yeah. Now, now think about it. That's a guy in charge, in charge of your career. <laughs> well, at least your career at EWF. Yeah. And I remember leaving... Uh, when we were uh, leaving Vegas, he was gonna drop me and Ricky off at Ricky's place. I swear to God, my dick, <laughs> my dick was so hard to get away from his ass. Right, pause it or something. I don't know. I forgot about oh. that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, your brother's a piece of shit. He's gonna get his ass knocked out. I don't think he realizes who I am. I, I don't think he, like not. I think he looks at me like like oh yeah no he can't fight. Um, I don't know about that. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> really? Yes. That's I thought. I thought he was like, you know, hey, tell him he's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, I, I thought. That's yeah, like, no. <laughs> that's why I said that. I didn't know that. He, I forget, I thought, he oh, pissed yeah. me off so bad that fucking day. Like I was so fucking mad. I was. I was tempted to go over there and go beat his ass. And then he's like, yeah, no, I called him, and then he was bitching out. So you know, I was like, dude, I'm not as nice as you. Like I, I will hit him. And, I, and then I was like, fuck, dude, like. Like, like, is pissing me off too much. I don't know why it pissed me off so fucking much. I really don't know either because, like, I mean, well, I guess I do know. It's, 
You you know what you know what the problem is is that it's hard to tell jokes over text. What and that that I also mean that by um you know Facebook, right? You know, I mean, I mean, I know you were joking and you weren't trying to be an asshole. Um, got to got I have to. However, I do yeah. understand where he comes from too, because there you go. Know, if anybody makes fun of my um illiteracy because I'm dyslexic, that's where I'm like. Really asshole, you know. So for him, it was that. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck him. I mean, like I said, he made a joke, and then I made a, a joke that was. Probably, I think he took it too personal, and then he started ripping on Richard's kid, or whatever he fucking did. He what? He was rip, ripping on Richard's kid. Oh yeah, that's because he thought Richard did it at first. Yeah. So it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like I know how he is. Like he's your brother's not like. Like he's not polite. Like he doesn't know his manners. You know what you know what I say is that he's um he he doesn't have control of his emotions. Here here's a short a short little story about him one day. Uh we're in our childhood house, the one where we we wrestled at my place. When remember that house? Uh I think so. Off of Lugo. Right, right, right. Okay, so one day it's me and a, a friend of ours talking and Paul's to the side of us and he makes a joke that I don't like. So I straight up punch him in the chest. Not hard, well, not super hard, but hard. Like, I make sure he feels it. Uh-huh. He goes, didn't hurt. Walks out of the room. Like, two minutes later, we hear a crash. And we go into our bedroom, and I see the, the bathroom, uh, the, the, the window's been broken. So, what the fuck did you do that for? So, because you hit me. Well, you said it didn't hurt. It didn't. Then why the fuck did you throw the window? He... <laughs> He doesn't have control of his emotions. He doesn't know what's, you know, what's what. Uh, I, yeah, uh, I don't know. But like I said, I think he, uh, what pissed me off is like, yeah, now he's running his fucking trap. And then he was like, uh, then the whole thing with Michelle at the Halloween party that was at your house a while back, I guess he, he's like, I guess he opened up his mouth. He's like, who the fuck was that? Or some shit like, like get the fuck out of the driveway. I don't know. He opened his mouth and he was just cutting pissed Michelle off. He's got a Napoleon complex. So I think. it's like. Like, it pissed me off, and I confronted him about it, and it was, oh, man, I mean it. You know, like, come on, like, dude, like, seriously. You know, show some fucking respect. That's that's my only deal. And like I said, oh, I don't... Oh, wait, was, was that when she picked you up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, but, like, he, he did it when she when he first when she first dropped me off. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I was like, dude, come on. I So it just pissed me off. And like I said, that's, I think that's what triggered me to really want to beat the shit out of him. Like... Well, I'm not going to stop you, but I'm not going to help you. I'll put it that way. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't need any help. No, no, no. I'm not going to, like, say, hey, he's over there. That, that, like, that kind of help. <laughs> yeah, he's inside his room right now. He's a great time to fucking stalk that motherfucker punch him up. Knock that motherfucker out. Knock that motherfucker out for me, no, I, uh, it's such a weird co- combination. I'm not trying to. Well, good. Start any shit, but like I said, I, I'm not like I don't back down either. He's, he's, you know, I don't. I know he's on my list right now of like people to watch. Yeah, because so my mom and dad are finally moving out, and it's just gonna be me and him, and possibly my older brother. But like Richard and my friend Brittany, and everyone's like, you better make sure he doesn't fuck you again, because right. you, you know how he fucked me before, right? With the, right, the exactly. And it's like he might just fucking do that. Yeah, he will. <laughs> Given the opportunity, yeah, it's just like, oh, you got a a better way. He's got no loyalty. <laughs> if he were to find a fucking better place to live, fine. But you got to give me at least two months, because I got to fucking find someone to take your place 
or I got to find my own place, and I really don't want to fucking do that right now. Right. Yeah. No. Like I said, that's the, I. Um. I, at this age, I don't try to seek out people to beat up. But I've never taken any shit from anybody, and I don't think people. I think when people look at me, they're like, "Oh, we can't fight." You know, and don't don't, don't they love, underestimate me? Don't you love that when people think you can't fight and then you just fuck them up every time, oh. every goddamn time? So it's like it's like okay, no problem, no problem. You know what's really funny is a lot of people that talk shit they don't know how to fight at all. Like they most just, people, yes, they, that started. They, they, all they gotta do is like throw a punch and you're gonna you know fucking match. I noticed that a freshman punch. year of high school. Well, actually, I, I was fighting in middle school, but I noticed fresh year, freshman year freshman year was this big bully. Always talk shit, and he always always run his fucking mouth. He's a little fucking pimply, pimply ass kid, <laughs> and uh, he ran his fucking like me and my buddy. We're like exactly nerds, but like it's like we didn't really talk to like a lot of people. This is high school you're talking about. This is first year high school, oh, like yeah. Elsinore High School. Well, I know what you mean as far as like nerds, but not quite nerds. Right, right, exactly. We just kind of had our own group, and uh, someone ran their fucking trap. He ran his fucking trap one day, and he tried to step up. And, dude, we ended up beating the shit out of this guy. Yeah. Fuck. I do smell shit. Cocoa. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it must, have been, it must be Cocoa. I would look around. Maybe she behind you. She must have farted. Fuck. She's right, she's right behind me. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like she shit herself. But that's the thing. It's like, dude, like, people that talk the most shit or talk more about it, they don't know. They don't, they don't back it up. And I've always, I've always backed it up. So that's the thing. It's just like I said, I'm not looking for a fight. Like, I'm not looking, I'm not going to look to go to your house and beat the shit out of your brother. Yeah. That's fine. But, like, if he comes up to me, like, oh, what'd you say? Dude, I will fucking, I'll murder that kid. I'll that, murder that kid. That's one thing that I really am grateful for from wrestling is that not only did they teach me how to fight, right. but they gave me the confidence to fight. Yeah. That's it. That, like, that, that's a big thing because that was always the thing that, sc- that scared me as a kid. Oh, God, I'm going to get in a fight. Oh, I'm going to get my ass kicked. Exactly. Yeah. Now I'm like, I'm going to get in a fight. Let's see what happens. This is the confidence. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's a, like I said, it's all that confidence. But, yeah, I didn't know. I mean, I knew a few things. But then, then I did jiu-jitsu. I did fucking wrestling. I did a bunch of shit. And, uh, you know, when, when you I did, can fucking hold it down. When you did jiu-jitsu, did they make you spar? Like, like real competition? Like 12 spar? times a day. I would go 10 times in a row with fights. But, but like actual fights, not just like let's yeah. practice this move. Uh-oh. Nice, nice, nice. That, Non-stop sparring. That's, that's what's important when it comes right. to... It's like you can learn a move, right? but now it's like you need to actually be in the situation and hopefully know to use it. Yeah, no, so what you did, you did your workouts, you learned to move, and then you do sparring. And then that's... that's. I mean, like I said, that's where I picked it up. But, uh, yeah, no, I am... I <laughs> this is this is uh, my one reward from wrestling, and it's a shitty reward. Okay, remember Garrett? Yeah. For those who don't know, Garrett is a very nice guy. He's fucking stupid uh-huh. and annoying. He could fuck up a cup of coffee. But here's the thing about Garrett: nobody could beat him in a shoot fight. Are you kidding me? Nobody. Really? Yeah. I mean, he, guys even tried to sneak attack him, like literally jump him in the parking lot. Wow. And he would win. No shit. Yeah. What was his go-to? I, like a choke or what prob- was it? I think it was a choke, but I, I was only there for uh, three of his fights. And, like, one was he, like, got a guy in, like, a legit arm bar. 
Got one guy. I got Mondo, Vega, and a chokehold. Wow. So then finally it's like, okay, shoot time. Joe versus Garrett. Yeah. And we're going. I had already wrestled. I had already fought him once before and was in a tie. Because uh-huh. the thing was that um, I got him in a submission that he didn't get out of. But he kept, like, he would headbutt me and I started bleeding. So they said, well, that's 50-50. You couldn't get him to submit, but you did bleed. <laughs> yeah. So then finally we're, re- uh, we're doing a shoot fight. And I get him in the zombie, the Korean zombie chokehold, you know, from the side. Wow. And I hear Mondo, who, of course, tried to fight him twice and lost. I hear him go, God damn, Joe. And then finally just. Oh, good for you. I know. I was kind of like, I fucking beat the guy. None of these. I beat the retard that no one else could Yeah, beat. dude. Oh, wow. I wouldn't see that from Garrett. I went, I did. I sparred EWF, too, a couple times. You know, I, tr- I, I wanted to go against John. But John was, because he was calling out Abel. Gorilla? Gorilla. I know. Oh. He, he's an MMA guy. That's why I wanted to go against him. Dude, that and, uh, and Abel was scared to go against John. He's like, fuck that shit. He said, fuck that shit. <laughs> so I went up against, uh, I went up with a couple people. And then I, I know one of them was Ricky. And Did, I, I tapped Ricky pretty quick. Yeah, R- R- Ricky's a good guy, but like his, his fighting level's pretty low. Low. Yeah, I, I tapped Ricky pretty quick. There was another guy I went pretty quick. And I wanted John, but like John was like, he was rolling and he, he wanted Abel, and Abel didn't want to do it. So I was like, oh my God, I guess. I told you about the time that Abel got his arm dislocated, right? No. In, in a shoot match? Uh-uh. No? Uh-uh. Oh, story time. Okay, so um, I forget where we're at. We're like in this abandoned mall. I swear to God, it's in San Bernardino. You know where Gotham used to be? Yeah. It's down there. Okay. <laughs> and the. The booker's like, all right, shoot, fight time, come on, so-and-so versus so-and-so. And then it becomes Abel versus this guy we called Valiant. Now, Abel's like 260 pounds, Valiant's like maybe 200. Okay. So it's, 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 it's big guy versus small guy. And Abel's just fucking on it. He's, nope, he's got this. This is fucking all in his bag. He eventually gets the guy in a waist lock. And he's like, he he goes to all of us and he goes, guys, what should I do? Should I make him submit? Should I make him, you know, should I pin him? And we're like, dude, it's fucking shoot fighting. You got to make the guy submit. But so we don't need to, we don't, we don't say shit. We're just like, fucking do something. Just do something. Valiant breaks out of the uh, waist lock, gets his arm in a fucking arm bar, and we legit see his uh, elbow uh, pop out and pop back in. Oh, ah! shit. We stopped the match. No, no, it's over. Valiant won. Valiant won. Oh, shit. If I know I can still go. No, I, I can like, still no. do it. No, motherfucker. You just got your arm popped out. Yeah. <clears throat> I went up against Abel a few times and beat his ass. But like I said, I... I yeah. I, I mean, I, like I said, I hold my own. And that's I did jiu-jitsu for a long time. So that's how that's where I get that I get that out. But I don't, I'm not trying to seek out... I'm not Billy Badass. I'm not trying to seek out fucking fights. But like I said, I don't like I don't get ran over either. I heard this. Um, so I listened to the Jim Cornette podcast, and somebody asked, uh, "This is so stupid. Who would win in a fight, Jim um, Hulk Hogan or Bruce Lee? Uh-huh. Who do you think uh, would win, Hulk Hogan or Bruce Lee? Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Fuck you. Why, dude? Bruce Lee's never been in a fight. Bruce, Bruce Lee's Lee? never. There's only been one ever fight recorded for Bruce Lee. Okay, and supposedly he won it. 
Supposedly. But there's there's never been a recorded fight, Bruce Lee. I I fucking disagree because Hogan's <laughs> never been in a fight either. He he has size. That's all he does. Right. But but Bruce Lee has has speed, ha, has knowledge. To me, this is uh, Ken Shamrock versus... Which is a shitty fighter, too. Okay, how about this? It's Kurt Angle versus Balls Mahoney. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In a shoot Kurt fight. would kill him. Yeah. No, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I said, obviously, um, Hulk Hogan was kind of a bitch, too. Suppose it was not a legit tough guy. Yeah, I'm fucking... So... Uh, here, 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 met, uh, it's Matsuda, tough to say. Yeah, Hiro it's Matsuda tough to say. Broke, I think you're right. Leg. Maybe Bruce Lee would win. You know, even even if he hasn't been in a lot of fights, he has technique. Yeah, well, he has combat training. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. But, uh, I'll give you that one. All right, man. Well, it's getting late. I'm gonna. <clears throat> yeah. I'm gonna finish my uh, cocktail. That's it. So uh, make sure you subscribe to my uh, podcast and the Bucks Effect, and uh, send me the link, and I'll post it. Booze and the dudes, and uh, you know. Uh, keep on keeping on, ladies and gentlemen. All right, all Listen right, all right. to all our programs. Beer and Bad Movies is canceled, and <laughs> SG is definitely canceled. The SG effect that's not a show anymore. They were all canceled for the 2020 lineup. Um, so I'm, I'm good luck to all of you in your future endeavors. But listen to the booze and dudes. And listen to our fucking sh- uh, The Bucks Effect show, okay? And uh, I'm out. Because I'm saved by the bird. When I wake up in the morning and I... <laughs> Later. Later.